I, I would just like take a shit in his shoes while he's over. <laughs> Our QAnon listeners out there, that's the dude who's probably eating babies. Welcome to Movie Mug and the Father and Son podcast that's halfway to being 100% vaccinated. Yep. I got both my shots, so I got the 5G chip in me now. Is that right? Brain damage coming your way. Is, is that also coming my way? I don't, I don't you know, know. Fucking idiots out there thinking that they're putting tracking devices in you. You carry one in your pocket every day. Right? I mean, fucking watch me, FBI. You know, I'm... Oh, he's going to Costco. You, you, what the fuck? You yeah. operate like that to a lesser degree, though. What do you mean? Because you'll, you'll unplug and like put the Google Home somewhere. I, I did unplug our Google Home. Yeah, but your phone is in the same room as you. You know, like, is your phone recording everything you say at all times? I guarantee they're listening to it, and if they're listening to it, they can record it. Who's they? Fucking anyone. I don't know. So I know Google Home and like Alexa, they're always listening for you to say something. So they're always. Their ears are always on. I'm sure your phone is too. Yeah, so I fucking, uh, I unplugged that Google Home. And everybody kind of laughed at me. Who's laughing now? Me. Okay. Because I have one on my nightstand. I have the mini. I just figured that either I'm going to run for office or go into the ministry. And, (laughs) you know, I don't want things that I've said in the past getting at me. Because fucking football players, they they tweet something in high school. And then they're, they fall in the draft order because they, they said something stupid when they were 14. Like, who, who the fuck doesn't? Yeah, I'm fucked. I talk to my friends online every day. Oh, you're so fucked. I'm so fucked. Yeah. I'm extremely fucked. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I embrace it. I'm not going to go into the ministry or politics anyway. So yeah, Never say never. Never say never. <laughs> I could see you running a church one day. I'm going to... I'll be one of those internet pastors who wears like Balenciagas and... Mm-hmm. Gucci and stuff. Have a Louis Vuitton belt on. I feel like that's a whole nother episode where we're going to talk about those fucking assholes. <laughs> but they're preying on the stupid. Uh, they are. When they're preying on the stupid, it's, it's despicable. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, dude, come on. Do you not see your pastor wearing Balenciaga shoes that are $1,800? How do you not put two and two together and find an actual pastor who's like doing it? For the right reasons. So I've seen a pastor try to defend that before, and he says, I'm on the road all the time. I'm always doing this. This stuff lasts longer, so I don't have yeah. to buy as many... I might have showed you that. Skechers shoes. It was He was in court, right. And they're yeah. asking him, yeah. yeah. And all the cars and, and the house. And he has and, like a big old mansion, yeah. and he, he got a some sort of Mercedes, I think. He got it converted into a limo yeah. for like 500 grand. Mm-hmm. And they're like, why do you need that? He's like, well, so the guests that come to my yep. to my pastoral house, just they need to be accommodated. There, there's some dickhead who uh, who had his people, um, his flock or whatever, or his... Uh, Click. Dumbasses who <laughs> send him money. He bought a plane. Oh, Pro- Kenneth... Well, I wasn't going to say his name. Uh, the, the guy who believes that demons... Yeah, yeah fly that, coach. That shit. What and, the fuck? And, and he feels like, uh, you know, I need to be able to get anywhere at any time. And, and he's and not I just need, twisted. And I need to be closer to God on my plane and not be around all that evil that's flying So he coach. can talk to God. Yeah. That guy yeah. is a piece of shit. I don't think he's just a piece of shit or like demented or whatever. I think he's crazy. Oh, have you ever looked he, at his eyes yes, when he's talking? Yeah, he looks like 
He could like eat babies and just, that's just how he works. Our QAnon listeners out there, that's the dude who's probably eating babies. So <laughs> quit looking at Hillary and Tom Hanks. Look at meth heads and co Yeah. Can we say that? He's going to get God to smite us down. Uh, I'm not, if he says that, I'll be like, okay. I mean, he, he could, uh, he could take the movie mug and fortune and, uh, <laughs> I may have to bleep his name out. He's he's the type of son of a bitch who would do that too. Yeah. So I'm going to bleep that fucker's name out, but you know who you are, you piece of shit. <laughs> right. This is fun. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. You know what? If you're one of those preachers who's full of shit and you're taking money from, from grannies, fuck you. Yeah. Quit listening. <laughs> well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies than having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. Episode 103, I think. Yeah. Somewhere around Yeah, 103. There. Yeah, Blood and Bone, Isle of Dogs, Shaolin Soccer. Uh, <laughs> what more can you say? Not much. I know what everybody wants anyway. They, they don't care about what number we're on. They're ready for Lobby Time with Vince and Jack. All right, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. This time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies, but we still think it's important enough to warrant some airtime. I had to nope. fix it because you called me out. Yeah, I didn't mean to call you out. Well, or I didn't call for change either. I didn't do a strike or anything. Well, it has to change because it's not true. That's true. And we're oh. transparent and upfront with uh, all our listeners, 100%. <laughs> Everything we say on here is true. Cold hard fact. So I got some new uh, podcasting equipment and it has a soundboard on it. Yeah. And I was editing our uh, last episode, and I came across something that uh, sounds really, really familiar. Would you like to hear it? Is it something my voice made? It is. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that is pretty good. That is fucking butthead. Totally yeah. butthead. There's some butthead in me. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure people... Have already put that together that there's some butthead in me there's and some, some beavers. I was gonna say you are a hybrid fire, between fire, the two. Fire. <laughs> you watch a movie with violence in it and you get all riled up like fucking cornholio. Yeah. And, and then other times you're uh <laughs> yeah. That's almost dead on. That's very close. Yeah. I will admit that You'll, is pretty close. You will hear that in every single episode from here on out, ladies and gentlemen. I promise you that. What like as you're gonna hit it every once in a while? Uh yeah. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> It's going to get so old so fast. Uh, for you, maybe. For you. <laughs> All right, Jack. I got a big surprise for you. Your mom almost ruined it earlier. Yeah, okay. I didn't know if you were going to... You said you'd tell me in lobby time, but mm -hmm. I, I told you I didn't care. Yeah. So apparently there's something coming in the mail. Hey, you, you tell Jack about what's coming in the mail? And uh -huh. you're like, totally like, like what the fuck? <laughs> like, it's like you with your grandma. Like, you can't keep a secret. You were terrible at it. And there we were getting her yeah. a, what, a, a, a Nintendo... DS. DS. I was like fucking nine. You dude. were terrible at keeping secrets. You might say something like, well, you're not getting a Star Wars thing when you were getting a Star Wars thing. You're like, you're yeah. trying to throw us off the scent, but you're too stupid Doing the to opposite. understand. So I think we told you, do not tell her, do not tell her. And then a commercial for one came on and you were like, don't look at the TV. Don't look at the TV. Ugh. Yeah. It hurts me. Yeah. It really does. Oh, man. Good well, times. It made for a good memory. All right, so I'm going to place my phone in your hand. I have it queued up in the video, and then uh, I want you to uh, 
I just want your reaction as you uh, as you watch a video it, of something that is in the mail. Is it a Lego Millennium Falcon? <laughs> that, that'd be kind of cool. But w- would you want one of those? I mean, sure. I don't want to build it. All right. I wish I could see this video with you, but I'm not going to be able to. All right. So I'm just going to hand it to you, okay? And then uh, you just press play and all right. Give me the uh, give me the lowdown. All right. I'm fucking serious. These So my first impression is that this is a drone. A drone? Yes. Okay, you may be disappointed then, but I don't think I don't want it to be a drone. Why, so why do you think it's a drone by looking at the picture? And because probably- there's four white guys standing in a row at like a scenic spot and there's like a the camera view. I feel like they're just going to fly it away. Okay. Well, <laughs> I mean four white dudes in a line with a, a camera. I mean, one has a helmet on. So it's not going to be a wingsuit. That's what I, I would love for it to be a wingsuit because they Bullshit. are in the mountains. I'm going to buy you a wingsuit or like a military parachute. There's no fucking way. I mean, really, we're going. You're be- buying it for me? No, we. Uh, yeah, you're buying it for here. Yeah. So this is a uh, this is what's coming. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm gonna play it now. This is probably making for terrible. Oh, great song. Yeah, that song's terrible. Oh, this is like the human sized big wheel. Yes. But it's also the drift one. Fuck yes. Yeah, that looks fun. You buy two? Yes, I did. (laughs) (laughs) Are we going to do some tandem drifting? Fuck yes, we are. Yeah, I mean, drifting is super cool. I was going to show you a video earlier today. Me and my friends watched together. You can turn it down a little bit because that is terrible. Oh, yeah. There's like some Russian dude who drifts like on actual streets, like where there's traffic and stuff. Mm -hmm. And he's really fucking good. And he's always listening to some like... Really cool sounding music, mm-hmm. and he's in a cool car, and he's got his racing gloves on, and man, he just, he sends it around corners. It's so dangerous, but like, imagine just going out at like three o'clock around where we live and just drifting in the streets. That's my plan next week. <laughs> yeah, so as a kid, I grew up riding big wheels. Fucking love big wheels. My neighbor had one of those really long driveways, and it was wide, and so we would just go back and forth, back and forth. That's probably one of my favorite toys that I ever had was a, was a big wheel. And at one point, I thought, man, it'd be really cool to get an adult big wheel. And so I looked up adult big wheel. Fuck. And they were really, really expensive. How so much I was were like, these? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. No, 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 no. You'd be surprised. How much do you think they are? Uh, what? They, I can't decide if they're like 80 bucks or 120 bucks. Yeah, they're 150 bucks each. <laughs> okay. So I was kind of close with my, my higher end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, how much was an adult big wheel? Like oh, 70? Fuck. Yeah, they were like $895 oh, and stuff. Oh, holy yeah. fuck. I mean, they weren't the fucking cheap plastic like they used to be when I was a kid. But they're fucking badass. Where the fuck are we going to drift these, dude? Dude, all over the neighborhood, man. All over the place. All over the so there's another. You video. know how stupid we're gonna look. I don't give a the, fuck. Those old men who look like Willie Nelson riding on the hammock bikes down the, the street. No, we're gonna look like that. Bullshit. We're gonna look dumber than that. No, you are. are. Not. I'm gonna look like a cool rad dude. You know what? You and you're to gonna talk- look like an old fart on a bike past his prime. Who says all the time that? Dad, you shouldn't give a shit what anybody thinks about you. You should wear whatever you want to. Fuck it, dude. You have your 20-year-old failure of a son saying you're going to look like an old fart on a bike. Then what what does it fucking matter? It's going to be fucking awesome. And if you do look like an old fart on a bike, then fuck it. Wear some pajamas while you're at it. I have seen that the wheels kind of wear out kind of quick on them, the back wheels. Yeah, because you're fucking drifting. a, A lot of people get PVC pipe 
and and put it over it so they last a little bit longer and they're also really really slick yeah i was gonna say yeah so i think we'll take them out and uh we'll just kind of see what kind of wear and tear we get on them as we're learning how burn rubber and and if it happens to be something that's uh they're going to tear up quick then i will get some pvc and we'll we'll put that on there but dude it's going to be fucking awesome so i already know the first spot i'm going to hit where hell mountain no fuck that Fuck I'll that. die. No, oh my gosh, we would die. This it only has a little handbrake. Yeah, that whenever would not stop Hell Mountain. Whenever I was in cross country, right uh, whenever we'd start the season in the summer, when it's real fucking hot, when it's like a hundred degrees outside, they would take us over uh, on the bus to go do this practice, and uh, so many people would skip it because they did it after school. So mm-hmm. this is like four twenty-five p.m., burning fucking hot. Pretty much the hottest part of the day. But it is the steepest hill I have ever seen. And it's a, it's a street where there's houses. Yeah, it's extremely steep. And I always described it as if you're experiencing 300% gravity when you're running up it. <laughs> like, it just feels terrible. I don't know if you ever ran up it, but I know we've been yeah, to it. I, yeah. I had to show you that shit. Like, look at this fucking shit. Well, I thought I knew what you were talking about because you can see a big hill from the there, road. There's and a I'd, bunch of hills over there. I'd run up that hill before. It was probably, I don't know, a 30-degree <laughs> slope. So I'm probably and, bitching when I get home, and you're like, I've run up that. Exactly, it's not that exactly. bad. And then you took me and showed me, and <laughs> it was unreal. It's almost like running straight up, like up a straight yeah, line. It's incredible. It, it is so fucking hard to get up that thing. And yeah, and it's and it's long. Like if it was Oh yeah, it is shorter, it'd be so much easier. But you get what, like halfway up that thing and your legs are burning, your lungs are burning. It's rough. And you feel like shit. Mm-hmm. And there was one time I think it, it was so annoying because one person will ruin it for everyone. Yep. And so we normally had to do between three and five. Five when the coaches are salty and three whenever it's like, okay, we got a meet coming up real soon. Man, one time I swear we did seven or eight. And after one, you're winded. And then you got to keep doing that shit. And it was because someone, like people were walking up at the top or mm-hmm. people were fucking up and it was terrible. I, I think I've told it before, but when I was in the army, um, once a month we would do run for your money when we get paid. <laughs> and uh, they would take us out, and it was a 10-mile run. We'd run down to the Rhine River, and we'd dip our guide on, which is the flag in the Rhine River, and get it wet, and then we would run back. And you ran down a pretty big hill to the Rhine River. It sloped down. You've told me this before. On the way back, a lot of people just couldn't do the run up the hill, and if somebody fell back out of the formation, the CO would see it, and he would turn the whole mm-hmm. formation around to come pick him up the more you do that, the more people are going to start falling out. Yeah. And we would just fucking back and forth, back and, and forth. the 10-mile turns into a marathon. <sighs> I wanted to kill some people. <laughs> I'm sure you did. Yeah. But uh, it's like, how, how are you even in the military and you can't handle your cardio, you know? Like, how, how are you going to be out on the field fighting people and get winded? Let's be real. In Germany, <laughs> we, we drank a lot of beer. True. And, uh, you know, the run was the first thing you did in the morning. So, uh, yeah, so you had that to to deal with as well. But uh, back to the drift track. Are you excited? I am. It's going to be I'm a little bit worried, but I'm excited. I think we should get helmets. I want to go to Hell Mountain so bad. No, fuck that. (laughs) That dude. So one of my friends, his older brother and a couple of his friends uh, got, like, one of those, like, Barbie cars. (sighs) And... 
Sounds like a jackass prank here. So like it was like super broken, but they took it there. And I remember they took it down a ton of times because I saw some video. They rode on it. Yeah. With helmets. I don't remember. I don't oh, think so. Fucking idiot. Why are teenagers <laughs> such idiots, man? The wheels locked up and like broke. They wouldn't turn anymore. So that's like they're going down and like <laughs> they wiped out, man. Wiped out bad. They're lucky to be alive. It's so steep. It is hell mountain, man. It is terrible. It is daunting. I remember the first time we're going to go do it. We're on the bus and we're all just looking around and we see hills and we're like, Oh, I hope it's that one. And we keep driving. And then we're like, I, I kind of hope it's that one. It's getting kind of steep. And then we see the one and we're like, oh, motherfucker, dude. Why, do, why are we it's in bad. cross country? The hardest high school sport. We may have to. Uh, I, I feel like it, cross country and track got to be the hardest. No, there's no way. I mean, football's, football's yeah, I guess football's got to be the worst. Football's way harder. But cross country doesn't get respect. No, they don't. <laughs> When I was in junior high, cross-country basically meant you didn't make the basketball team. That's kind of what cross-country was. All right, you got anything else for the lobby? No, I sure don't. Uh, you, oh, you, do you? Okay. Uh, oh, were you going to say something? No. All right, everybody. Well, uh, <laughs> that was tandem. I didn't even I mean to do that. All right, everybody. Uh, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and I will unveil today's movie. All right. This movie came out in 2020. Okay. It is two hours and 18 minutes. Okay. It is rated R. Perfect. I feel like I'm doing this all out of order. No. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 75%, IMDb 7.1 out of 10, and 76% of Google users like this movie. All right. Let's see what the Mormon mothers have to say. There is a tattoo of a cat on a man's stomach. The man's belly button is the cat's butthole. Classy. Mm-hmm. And there's 147 uses of fuck, 60 uses of shit, frequent uses of ass, bitch, damn, dick, prick, pussy. The word cum is used multiple times, and one use of cunt and cocksucker. Great. This movie is called The King of Staten Island. Oh, it's the Pete guy, mm -hmm. Pete Davidson. Yeah, Pete Davidson. So do you know anything about this movie? Um, I know his dad was a firefighter, and he wants to be a firefighter, and there's like the journey... Of, like, his life. Becoming a firefighter? I don't know that it's true. The story? Yeah. I don't think it is, because he's not a fucking firefighter. <laughs> but, <laughs> but but I'm sure his dad actually was. So I, I have mixed opinions about him. I've never seen... I, I've probably seen some Saturday Night Live clip of him, but Saturday Night Live hasn't been good in, like, two decades, probably. But is he actually funny? Like, I don't have a very high opinion of him. As like a person, but it's really based off of one thing. But do you like him? Let's table that talk. Okay. Okay. Because I know, so like he dated Ariana Grande and Mac Miller dated her before. And apparently her and Pete Davidson split because he said some really nasty things about him, about Mac Miller. Yeah, maybe he and, deserved it. Maybe he's a, maybe he was a dick. I mean, I don't know, but he was the he was his rival. You know, you're not going to say he was, nice they, things they, about your rival. They had already like I don't I don't think they were rivals anymore. He said it after he was dead. Talked shit about him after he was dead. Like that was supposedly like nasty because like he died from an overdose. Potentially, I don't even know. I mean, it's a little douchey. Of all the people that I know, if anybody was going to talk bad about somebody after they were dead, somebody that they just hated, and yeah, that I was mean, me. You're sitting across but, from me. So, but he uh, said it to someone who dated him, and it was bad enough 
for her to break up with him. So it has to have been something very distasteful. There's a time and place. Maybe. And movie mugging is always the time and place. Yeah. That's what I've heard. Could have been a total rumor. Yeah. But. I mean, I'm pretty sure you've talked about shitting on people's graves before. So. <laughs> probably. Yeah, so. Uh, like, who? I don't know. I don't know I, either. I, I'm pretty sure it's been I'm on sure, a couple different episodes. I'm so. sure there is at least one person alive right now who, if they died, and you were just allowed to shit on their grave, you probably would. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can think of a couple. <laughs> I can so. think of at least one at the yeah. moment. All right. Um, you ready to do this? Sure. All right. Let's do it, ladies and gentlemen. Let's take a movie bucket pause. And we're back after watching 2020's The King of Staten Island. Yep. Starring... Uh, Pete Davidson. Yeah, Pete Davidson. Pete Steve Davidson. Buscemi. Yep, Steve Buscemi and, and Rico from Hannah Montana. <laughs> <laughs> yep, were you happy to see Rico? Yeah, I was. Too. It'd been a really long time. I'm just. I wonder how tall he actually is. I'm thinking five one or two. He, he's. I a, can actually look that up real quick. How? Just, just fill the air with bullshit. You can <laughs> you look you up do. An, you look up an actor and you can see so many stats about them. Have you never done it? How, how do you look them up though? Rico from Hannah, Montana. What is that device you're doing this on? I don't my phone. Um, do that. His name is Rico Suave Jr. No. Oh no, that's in the that's in I was the show. Say no, it's not. Uh, Moises Arias. Um, five foot one. Boom. Yeah, born in 1994 in New York, New York. Boom. Pete Davidson is six three. Yeah, he's tall. You can tell. Lanky. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me give it the 50 cent tour. This movie is about, uh, Scott, who is, um, what's the best word to describe him? Defunct. Okay. All right. I don't even really know the definition, but I've heard it used like that. (laughs) I would say down on his luck, but it's... He's more than down on his fucking luck. Yeah. He's mentally ill as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. He's really going nowhere. He just sits around, smokes weed all day. His dad was a fireman and died when he was seven. And it kind of fucked him up. Mm-hmm. And definitely, uh, yeah. So the story is about him, and uh, his mom starts dating a guy who's kind of an asshole, and it just it's it's the blossoming of Scott. It's, the guy's a fireman too, so it adds on. Mm-hmm. In the end, uh, Scott's gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. Scott's gonna be okay. Yeah, it's not gonna be an easy journey, but he's gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. All right, that was uh, pretty good. But let me see what the internet has to say. A semi-autobiographical comedy drama about Pete Davidson growing up in Staten Island, including losing his father during 9-11 and entering the world of stand-up comedy. Not good. Okay. There's nothing about stand-up comedy. No, and there's really nothing about him losing his dad in 9-11 either, but... And, uh, yeah, that's why I said semi-autobiographical. Yeah. Bio, bio, sure. <laughs> I'm not even going to try again. Autobiographical. Yeah, that was that was that's hard to say. Um, Autobiographical. <laughs> I thought I was gonna nail it too. <laughs> I really did. Sometimes you can say big words. That's a that's a big string though. Yeah. So his dad really did die. Nine eleven. Uh, he was in one of the towers trying to get some people out of there, and when the tower collapsed, his dad was in it. So that that'd be a that'd be tough for him for a seven year old. <laughs> really. I'm making a joke. Yeah, for, I mean, for a seven-year-old, 
you know, your dad's a fireman. What does every fucking seven-year-old boy want to be when they grow up? Like a fucking cop or a fireman or something like that. Something hands-on hero-esque. You know you're idolizing your dad, seeing him down at the fire station. Mm-hmm. You get to ride on the truck yeah, and the stuff, and then truck. one day he's gone. I mean, just it, it had to be so fucking horribly hard for, mm-hmm. for a seven-year-old boy. Yeah. Like, I, d- I didn't know much about Pete Davidson. I know he dated Ariana Grande. Yeah. And looking at him, I always thought, that's the next guy I'm going to read about who's dead. Either him or Steve-O. One of them is going to overdose first and just be well, gone. Steve-O's clean now. Well, but both of them, God, like Pete Davidson looked... He looked sickly. He looked terrible. Like, any time I saw him before this movie, and even in this movie, he looked terrible at some points, although I think that was makeup, but I judged a book by its cover. I did, him, too. And I thought... I don't like him. He's not going to be funny. And I never fucking really gave him a chance or watched any of his stuff or anything like that. And what I said earlier about Mac Miller, to me now looking, seeing it from this point of view, I'm like, well, what do you think when you look at Ariana Grande and some of the things she's done? She's a stuck-up, like, diva girl. Mm. And so she probably blew stuff out of proportion. Maybe his, his tongue slipped and it was out of place. But I feel like now she would be in the wrong more than him. Maybe. Just because I like the guy so damn much now. <laughs> Maybe she said something about his dad, and he was like, you know what? Well, fuck Mac Miller. Yeah. You know? Fuck your dead ex. Yeah. Maybe. You, you don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you only get one side of the story, just like in this movie. That's true. You know? He only got one side of the story from uh, the dude's uh, ex-wife. Right? Yep. I'm just going to be real. I've seen this movie, like, uh, probably... Six times now. Really? Maybe seven. Yeah. I watch it every time it's on. I don't think I could because I'm more emotional of a person than you. Uh-huh. I definitely got very heated during oh, this gosh. movie. Oh, gosh. Yes, you did. Yeah. Um, you I, to... I kept a lot of it down. My head was on fire, though. Really? Have you ever gotten... I'm sure you have. Not like you, probably. If you've ever been really, really angry uh, and you felt the entire top of your head just hot... Like, as if you touch it, it'd be like, oh, you're really sick. <laughs> like, you got a really bad fever. You're hot. I was hot-headed during this movie. I'm not sure that's normal. I get a hot head when I'm, like, really, really, really angry. Hmm. My head heats up. That right before you hear on. the voices or what? <laughs> right before I see red. Uh, I got real mad. I, I heard a lot of it. Movies that are a journey are really hard for me to rewatch. That many times. I think many months down the road, I'll see this again and be like, okay, yeah, let's watch. But it'll be a long time. But it's, knowing- like, it's like the Fellowship of the Ring. That thing's super fucking long. You're never going to go back to watch that for a long time. It's the same thing for me with like these coming-of-age stories that are very intense and just lots of things going on. I can't do it. I love Fellowship of the Rings. That one is hard to watch the whole thing through again over and over and over but this show yeah like i can pick it up at any point and just watch the rest of it and we've done it several times and this is one of a few shows that i can actually do that with which is cool yeah the other one is uh pitch perfect so yeah and it's i've come down like fucking six times in the past what month and a half And y'all have been watching it down Yeah, there. I think we watched it three times one week just because it was on. We didn't search it out, but it was yeah. on, and I'm like, fucking, I'm, I'm on that, man. I, I'll hear the singing from the stairs, mm-hmm. and I'll be like, oh, that's just, the, hey, the... Shut up, it's what, the riff-off. What are they called? The treble? The treble makers. Treble. I was going to call them the treble clefts. <laughs> you can hear Fat Amy's voice. 
and you recognize know, recognize it anywhere. It's not even a guilty pleasure for me. I, I fully admit that I love Pitch Perfect, and I will watch it anytime that it's on. The first one, two is fucking awful. Two DOS had, Sound Machine and the Green Bay Packers, like well, what so the it, fuck was it, that? It had its moments. It had like two good parts in it, and then yeah, the rest was pretty much garbage when they brought that new girl in, and then. I, I, yeah, I didn't like the. I refused the to watch the third one. Girl. Yeah, the the what? The flashlight girl. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's flashlight. I saw a video. Somebody put a flashlight on their exhaust the other day. Oh, they yeah, started up their that. car, and the the lips just and it just blows <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was awesome. That is funny. Oh, I love the internet. Love <laughs> the internet. So Pete Davidson plays Scott, mm-hmm. and he's just he's high all the time, smoking weed all the time. He's he doesn't know how to do life, man. He's he's lost. He completely. He's completely lost. I mean, I don't know a better way to describe. He just does not know how to do life. He was at points where he couldn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just about not knowing, but he he couldn't until he was forced to. Yeah. It was rough to see. And I was very, very, very disappointed in this movie because I, he didn't ever get any help. No one gave a single fuck about him. Everyone treated him, except for his sister, treated him like a replaceable pile of steaming garbage. Well, he and was, that, that pissed me off, because he's so obviously completely and utterly unwell, and they just didn't give a fuck. Okay, but he was on antidepressants. So at some point, yeah, and they're fucking, they got like, him some help, but he's a destroying tw- him. He's a 24-year-old man. You can't make a 24-year-old man do something he doesn't want to do. You really yeah. think he would be down with going to therapy? Be like, hey, you don't feel good. We need to get you some help. And he would and say, I don't want your fucking help. I don't need your fucking help. That's well, exactly. He I, mean, I guess, yeah. That's what but he would have done. It still bothered me yeah. that no one even tried. The entire movie was just him being a wreck and no one giving a single fuck at all. Nobody. The closest person to giving a fuck was probably Harold, and he was nine. And well, his sister, but she went to college. I, you know, I, I think it's tough. Maybe they tried to get him help for a long time, and he just wouldn't and just wouldn't and just wouldn't. So they just tried to do the best but they I, could. Do you really give up? I, I know some parents would, but I mean, really. Y'all didn't give up on me, but it wasn't as long as the ages between 7 and 24. You were also, what, 16, 15, 16, I, I was 17? like 11. I was in fifth well, grade when everything no, started. Well, but when things got bad. When you things like got really bad, yeah, 15 I was, or I was 16. 16. Yeah, oh, 15, but, but that's different. Yeah. We could force you to do things, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, you uh, you didn't have to sign off but on anything. But still, if I if I, I'm 20 now, mm-hmm. and if I still was fucking reeling and unwell, y'all wouldn't have give up on me. Maybe I wouldn't think. Drop you off at a fire station, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Good pun, but I, oh, also I was so relieved that he didn't become a fireman. That would have ruined the entire movie. Yeah. I would have been so mad. I would have wasted two hours and 18 minutes watching this and getting invested for him to become a fucking fireman. It's it been like the end of Harry Potter when they introduced his kids and one of them was like, this is a uh, Severus is- Dumbledore Potter. And you're like, shut the fuck up. Stop it. You didn't marry Ginny. Fuck off. Should have gone with that Asian girl. Yeah. That Asian baddie. No, I don't. I don't think they were a good match either. But um, yeah, just. But Jenny. I mean, she was a not to head. be that guy, but but to be that guy. Yeah, I, I mean, she was a maybe. That's Harry Potter's taste. You know, I'm I'm uh, I'm fond of redheads, so I we know I, that. I can see it. <laughs> we know that. I can see it. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad I'm not a redhead though. Mm. Male redheads don't last very long. What do you mean? Don't last very long? They, they die early. No. 
like they 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 th- come their quick. happiness does not last very long because once they hit middle school, they're <laughs> they're the kid that gets bullied. They're the outcast. That's just how it is, man. People make fun of you for anything. If you're you have red hair and freckles, then sorry to say, but you're gonna have a rough time. It's and- gonna be rough, man. So Scott is a struggling tattoo artist wannabe, and uh, he's pretty good at drawing, like on paper. But <laughs> drawing on happens. paper and being able to tattoo are two different things. So he's got Rico, who he's given tattoos to, which are just terrible. Human canvas. <laughs> yeah, he's just practicing on his friends. And one day, this uh, like this nine-year-old boy walks up, and he's just got done giving his buddy a tattoo. He's like, hey, you want a tattoo? And these kid's like, yeah. So he fucking starts tattooing a nine-year-old boy. Yeah. The nine-year-old boy runs away, and then the dad finds out where Scott lives and goes there and just fucking rips them apart. Yeah. And you got so pissed off at him, but he had yeah. every right to be fucking mad. You got a, a 24-year-old yeah, man fucked, tattooing but... a nine-year-old boy. He just ripped into him so hard. Yeah. And the only reason he stopped is because he saw an opportunity to land some pussy. <laughs> and so that's just me- that's mega douchery, man. Is it not? It's just, I, it's, you know, he it was, was both ways. I think once he, he realized, learned that the dad had been dead for like 17 years, he's like, oh, well, no, but let me get in that pussy. <laughs> once she said he's passed away, he calmed down, right? Yeah. And, and he, it was, he came back later. And he laid on it thick. Well, yeah, yeah. You, but I mean, God, man, he was such an insufferable asshole. And he really was an asshole until his eyes were forced open with clothespins. And then it was like... Finally, you get it. Yeah, so he starts dating Scott's mom, and they're just, they're hiding it from Scott. They're like puppy love, too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Scott finally finds out and goes ballistic. and Rightfully so. How could you not? I don't think hiding it is good. Well, but you know what his reaction is going to be. Yeah. You know, and he's somebody who, if he, like, caught you, He's a wild card. You know, mm-hmm. he could come back in with a baseball bat and it could just be over. So lucky luckily for them, he's basically harmless. Yeah, he really that is. That bothered <laughs> me too. I wanted him to slap the shit out of fucking Ray. He's got nothing with uh with any kind of uh fighting skills or anything. Yeah. So he goes and talks to Ray's ex-wife because he's walking Ray's kids to school. That's one of the things that, that he's that doing was to help out. Fucked up. So as soon as Ray comes in, the mom's like, You have nine months, which is really fair. Uh, to get your life together, or I'm going to kick you out. Mm-hmm. And that just made me think, Ray is whispering a whole lot into her ear because he hates this kid. So he w- he wants Scott out of the picture for good. In my eyes, Scott was retaliating. He was not being a devious little bastard. I mean, if you were if you died and mom started dating people, I would totally do what he was doing. I, I would just, like, take a shit in his shoes while he's over <laughs> Oh, but yeah, I mean, I would see how selfish it was because I mean, I would want mom to be happy, but if her being happy is at the expense of me being happy, then we might as well both not be fucking happy because I spent too much of my life being unhappy. So, but do you think (laughs) the mom in this was enabling her son to where he was never going to get out on his own? Yes. Yeah. So maybe he came in and just gave her a fresh perspective of you're not helping him. She went way too hard though. Huh? So he, they both got kicked out because they were caught fighting by her in the backyard. So Ray lives at the firehouse. And so after trying to couch surf for a little bit, um, Pete Davidson ends up living at the, the firehouse as well. And him and all the firehouse buddies become good friends, including Ray. 
and uh, they tell him stories about his dad because Steve Buscemi knew him, which is cool. I liked that. And so he goes back to his mom's house, and everything is redecorated. She's with her bitch friend. That's her sister. Oh, uh, is her sister? Mm-hmm. She, that lady's the perfect, like, <laughs> gossip airhead actress. She was great. Yeah, but he, he just walks in, and everything's different. It's like his mom is 20 years old instead of 50 years old again. Like She's just going crazy. She's living her best life. Yeah, but that, that's just weird considering the circumstances, you know? So she got a taste of freedom, I think. A, a, yeah. Like she'd been worrying about her it's son all her life, and I think she just kind of uh. cut all that stuff loose that had been holding her back, and she was just going to live her life now, you know? Yeah. And so... And she deserved it. She did. But he comes in, and he's like, hey... And it was stupid of him to be like, hey... I, I've like I'm all grown up now. I, I've like yeah, I've cleaned the the fire truck and cleaned some toilets. They have me working pretty good, and he's like I'd like to come back now. And they could have been so much nicer about it, especially considering his mental circumstances. The opening scene of this movie is literally him, no seatbelts on, eyes closed, pedal to the metal, trying to kill himself in a car. You, you don't get much worse than that. But at what point? Like, there's got to be a point to where you, as a parent, say, dude, I've done all I can for you. Uh, yeah, this, I know. This cannot continue. Enough is enough. Tough love. You know? Yeah. I know if mom was on the air with us right now, she'd be like, Vince, <laughs> <laughs> of course I'd support you even past 24, Jack. Your your mom <laughs> would still cut your meat if you wanted her to. Yeah, that's true. That That is... 100% true. But it really bothered me how she just started... And yeah, she was living her best life, quote-unquote. But she didn't have to throw it in his face like that. Like, they were both laughing at him, and then they started ignoring him, and he said something again. And then it was like, all right, let's let's talk in private real quick. And so they're going to go out the front door, and she lets him go out first and locks him out. At that point... Your head got hot. Yes, because that is so fucked up. Because if I was him and she did that to me, I'd kick that door down and I'd beat some fucking ass. Like, you don't treat people... <laughs> You're going to beat your mother's ass? You don't treat people like that. And if you think it's okay to treat people like that, then I mean, if your head's in a dumpster, your head's in a dumpster. God. Not no. A, fuck, not not actually. Shit, no. It's all... It's all it's all fucking metaphor. I don't seriously mean it, but that is, it's so fucked up. You fucking go. I'm not being fucking serious. For the last time, it's just a way to show how fucked up I think that is. Yeah. You know, I don't think, I do think some people's heads should end up in a dumpster, but not that. That That is Good not. Lord. That's just a way for me to show, I, I elevate it to the next level of, I think that's fucked up, you know? By saying something, some shock value shit, it just pours out of me naturally. Everyone knows this. You gonna call mom? Mm-hmm. Right now? Great. Hello. Hey, uh, Olivia? <laughs> yeah? Hey, this is uh, Vince and uh, Jack from Movie Muggin. How are you? <laughs> Fine. Did we wake you up? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I could hear it. <laughs> hey, I just um, I just felt like I needed to give you some emergency words of advice. Oh God! Don't ever lock Jack out of the house. Okay. After after being extremely rude, like they did in Staten Island. 
the where, movie. Where she was like... You know, let's go talk privately after just obliterating him, making fun of him with her rude then, friend. And then she shut the door and laughed. Yeah. yeah. So it, if you don't want your head in a dumpster... I, oh, my God. Don't, <laughs> don't lock the door on Jack. Also... <laughs> Don't be a twenty-four-year-old deadbeat tattooing nine-year-old kids in the park, and, I, and you still live in that home. Do that. I didn't have a parent die at a young age. I'm not that emotionally disturbed, you know. Hey, kind of along those lines. You remember that time in uh, Win Dixie when uh, we got groceries, and then uh, I got in the car, and instead of yes. unlocking the door, I drove off and left you standing <laughs> in the parking lot. <laughs> Yes, I do. Is that on purpose? Yes. Was when Dixie's like a grocery store? Yeah, I was just fucking with her. Yes. Like I got in the car and then uh, I... Uh, we it, we had just gotten married. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I, just, I was not happy. She was just standing by the car door and I just drove off. <laughs> Did you look funny. at her? Oh, no, it was funny. You, it would have been... It was not funny. No, it, it turned out it wasn't funny. <laughs> was she like no, real pissed? Funny. Oh, she was fucking I was pissed. I think that's the pissed. most pissed she'd ever been at me. Did you hit him? <laughs> no. <laughs> I feel like she would have slapped you. No, but... Uh, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> he he hasn't done it again no. in 27 years. Well, because I like the nookie. I don't want to have to go without that, you know? Oh, Dude, come on. Fuck up. Why have to go there? I mean... All right. Well, y'all woke me up, so... All right. Well, I'm just... I'm it just, is twelve thirteen. I'm just looking out for you. Okay, do not walk him out the door. Do not lock the door behind him after making fun of me. <laughs> that was so rude. Yeah. So, well, I I don't think I can make. Problems. I love you. Bye. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I do too. I love that. That's a thing. Yeah. Is she gonna call back? No. Yeah. She's gonna go back to sleep. Yeah. She. I don't think she wanted any. Oh. Wow. That was quick. Hello? Hey, Vince. <laughs> you hang up again? Yeah. Before her? Oh, yeah. I just, <laughs> she said, hey, Vince, and I hung up. You're getting a call back after that one. That was rude. That was rude. Nah, it's all good. <laughs> all right. So, I love doing that to her. Yeah. I don't, I don't even hit the button, but I, I still feel the satisfaction <laughs> wholeheartedly. <laughs> It's been a while since we hung up on your mother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Felt good. <laughs> it's felt, always good. Felt right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I had to warn her, though, you know, because she is she is the love of my life. You're blowing I, it I out like, of proportion. I, what, am I? Yes, you are. Do you think I'd actually do that? No. Cut your mother's head off? No. And put it in a dumpster? <laughs> no. I'd, I'd be like Ed Kemper and bury it under a window facing up, yeah, you know? Yeah. I'd be decent. Oh, man. Well... I just want to apologize to all of our listeners who've had a loved one that had their head chopped off and found it in a dumpster. <laughs> I think that's we, probably we, we didn't mean no to, one. you know, bring up those feelings that you're having. So uh, I apologize for Jack. <laughs> okay. So Pete Davidson had a ton of tattoos, a whole bunch of little it. ones and some big ones. It was just a hodgepodge of all sorts of stuff. I would 100% do that. So, I love the hodgepodge. I mean, there's something very aesthetically pleasing about an actual, like, sleeve that's all interconnected, and it actually is, like, just a solid thing. Mm-hmm. And there can be a bunch of different things in it, but they have, like, the background, like, the flowy, like, like there could be a background of fire, and they got a bunch of things. There's something aesthetically pleasing about that, and I don't dislike it, 
but I'll go for hodgepodge any day. Like I would totally cover both my arms and have like plenty of like there'd be spaces everywhere, but it would just be a bunch of cool shit. Like I can imagine myself in the future having my arms, my chest, my legs. Like I can imagine me doing that like him. Like it just it just looks so good. I agree. I fucking I love tattoos. I loved his tattoos. I only have one little tattoo that shows. I'd like to have more. Oh, do you I, think I want a lot more tattoos? Do you think at uh, fifty one, about to be fifty two? Yes. That I could still yes. get some. I went to work today. Yeah. And there was a guy who came in. He he's probably maybe a little bit younger than you. He had, he had all gray hair, but he looked like young. He was like real like real fit. Like he's definitely one of those like. If he's a grandpa, he's the one that's ripped. It looked like Zac Efron in the body. Well, um, I'm a, I'm not quite there. One of my coworkers was just constantly calling him hot, and she's 21. So oh. he, he was foxy grandpa. Okay. Definitely. He had a bunch of tattoos on his legs, just random, and it looked good. I, I think tattoos, if you have a bunch, you're just that person that has tattoos, and it, it looks good on you, you know? But you uh, do you ever st- do you ever see someone that has a ton of tattoos and you're like they don't look right with that? No, because the tattoos are on them, so that changes the way you perceive them from the get go. That's a good point. So you perceive them as oh, that's the person covered in tattoos, and whether you think it looks good or not, because there's some people where you look at them and you're like, but if it's tasteful, it's gonna be fine, you know. Like I'm sure I'll get some tattoos that are very distasteful to some other people, but fuck it, you know. Where do you think your next tattoo is going to be? Um, I'd like to get something on my forearm, honestly. That would be the dream, but mom would strangle me, and then she'd laugh at me and then kick me out. And so You yeah. warned her. You warned her. <laughs> I, the forearm is tricky because we live in a society, unfortunately. It's, it's changing. It is changing. Not, I don't know I, how fast, but it's I, changing. I, I think some employment doors shut on you. If you have tattoos that are visible. Yeah, but I would never want to work at a place like that. That's so uptight. It's just bullshit. I, like, I agree. There's nothing unprofessional about tattoos at all. Depending it, on what it is, obviously. But And yeah, if you have like a big pair of like titties on your forehead mm-hmm. or it says like fuck on your cheek, like, yeah, you're not going to get hired. But otherwise, like it should be fine. Back to the movie. The, uh, the mom kicks them both out of the house. And like Jack said, he... Uh, Scott's got nowhere to go. He tries to crash with his girlfriend, and then she realizes that he's just using her, and so Mm -hmm. she kicks him out, and then he goes and stays at the firehouse, and they they start forming a bond, like with all the firemen. They they, it's a brotherhood. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's like the military, the police force, anything where the bros are hanging out doing bro things Mm -hmm. and like physical activity. You just form a brotherhood. Yeah, they kind of took him under their wing and. Helped him. There's something beautiful about that relationship, too. Mm -hmm. And you're born into a family, and you just have that. It's normal. But to just meet someone random by chance, you just happen to live in the same area and then get put in the same class or whatever. The world is so big. Just to think that, wow, I have such a deep bond with this random person. It's different, you know? I'm sure you felt that in, like, the Army and everything. Oh, yeah. Because they're your family. And... I haven't seen any of them in a long, long time, and I feel like a handful of them anyway, we could get together, and it would be like we, we never left. You just pick up on the same page? Absolutely. Even though Absolutely. it's been oh, yeah. like we, we over were, like 25 years. I got out at the end of 91, so I don't want to do that math. <laughs> um, um, oh, shit, it's about to be 21. So that's f- No, it is 20- 21. That's fucker. 40 years. No, it's not either. 
No. No. <laughs> yeah. No, that's <laughs> no, it's thirty-one. God. I'm so sorry. I, I was doing the math and I was like, "You're not 60? <laughs> no. So it's yeah. been it's been thirty years since yeah, I've seen th- a lot of them. Thirty years. Yeah. But that's still a long time. It is a long time. The fact that ninety, like the nineties, started thirty years ago. It's fucked up. I would have loved to, and people say it all the time, but the 90s would have been so cool. I feel like 90s, like, 90s fashion is so in, and I love it. You liked Pete Davidson's style in this. You like I, He one, looked great in fucking I, everything. So if I could snap my fingers right now and you would look exactly like him with the clothes and the tattoos and everything, would you do it? <laughs> it's tempting. <laughs> um, He's kind of goofy looking. I, I wouldn't because... I would lose my sense of identity. I'm not Pete Davidson. So if I could snap my fingers right now and you would have all his tattoos, would you take that? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Even the little SpongeBob Free one tattoos. Sponge- yeah, he had Doodle Bob on uh, the back of his arm. Yeah. I-, I would absolutely do it. I'd like to analyze all of his tattoos first, now that I think about it a little more. So on impulse, yes. But I would like to see everything. And see which ones I'd like cover up. Strangely enough, I think I saw the wording across his stomach said Shaolin. Shaolin soccer. I don't think I saw the soccer, but I think it said Shaolin. So now, we we had to look him up and just check out his tattoos. Yeah, there's a there's a few. I feel like we could totally make a game out of this with uh, some of the rappers I know with their tattoos if we would take it or not. Because uh, there's some there's some interesting ones. Like uh, there's a one I like a lot. And he has do not resuscitate across his forehead, like where you would scalp somebody. Stupid. I'm heroin addict who has nothing to live for. That's I that'll 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 do it to you. Pretty sure I mean, that's not a legal now. document. I mean, yeah, but I think it kind of looks cool. I wouldn't get it, but it fits him. It doesn't look cool. It, it definitely fits it's him. Stupid. Do not resuscitate across your forehead. I would never get that. But and you I'm, said it I'm, looked kind of cool. There's on no him. It, no, it does not. On lie. one part, I. Th- I and mean, it's normally like hidden a little bit by his hair, but it just looks like there's something there. But he has some stuff on his face. Like a fucking post Malone. There what is, the fuck, dude? He's gotten yeah, he's gotten some more questionable ones recently. Oh, his but whole face looks stupid, man. There's I think it's Gucci Mane. I don't listen to him, but he has like a, a triple scoop ice cream cone on his cheek, I believe. <laughs> Which is really stupid. I would much rather get do not resuscitate on my forehead. Than triple that. scoop of regret is what I, that is. Yeah. Would you rather get do not resuscitate? It's not big. It's in like like kind of fine characters, just right at your hairline. Or would you get a triple scoop ice cream cone? Just an ice cream cone with scoop, scoop, scoop. Can the third option be my head in a dumpster? <laughs> because I think I, I'd I rather have that than I can only of get that arranged for mom, not That's you. ridiculous. I would 100% get do not resuscitate because I have definitely identified with that in uh, the past in my life. You would 100% but I would get it? Is that what you just said? No. Compared to the fucking oh, okay. ice cream, right. yes, 100%. Getting a fucking ice, <laughs> ice cream cone on your cheek? I don't think... That looks fucking dumb. Maybe, maybe this is old man Vince coming out, but face tattoos look stupid. They just look I mean, stupid. they can. I, 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 I mean, we grew up in a different time, so a lot of the stuff you thought was cool when you were young, I probably think it looks stupid now. Okay, so... But I, I think face here, tattoos, when tasteful, are good. Screenshot some for me, and uh, <laughs> let, me, let me see if well, I think any of them look cool. You won't. All right, um, so they bond, and uh, Ray and Scott become, uh, become buds. Yeah. And Ray lets him tattoo his back, work on his back, <sighs> and... Uh, you know, they become a family. Pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
All right, favorite part? And he but he starts dating that girl again. He, like, actually, like, because he would only, like, bang her. He liked her the whole time. He didn't he know just, what to do. He did not know how to live life. And he, he said it to her straight. He's like, I love you, like, a lot, but I just never knew or never know how to express myself. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, great. And then he started doing, like, more boyfriendy stuff, like, being there for... All right, favorite parts? I'm a sucker for the romance. Everyone knows that now after Valley Girl and uh, Ugly Truth. But I definitely liked when he like got on the ferry with the girl and completely caught her off guard and went to the interview thing with her and then like professed his actual love. I liked that. Mm-hmm. And that was at the very end after he had like that's his like most healthy point so far. And she was like, Hey, will you wait three and a half hours for me to get out of the interview? We can go back to Staten Island together. And he was like, yeah. I was like, wow. He's so different. Mm-hmm. From from the time of him robbing or trying to or helping rob that pharmacy to that. That was a huge difference. It was awesome just watching. I mean, it was it's a transformation movie. Like it's a lot hard of the, like, coming to, yeah. of age movies and stuff. And and it was great, man, because he he went from just fucking going nowhere, probably not gonna last a whole lot longer. Oh, I mean, if we're not. being real about it. Yeah. And so in the end, you had that feeling he's going to be okay. It, it's not going to be easy <sighs> all the so time, good. but but he's going to be okay. Uh, I think my favorite part, he and, he and Ray started getting closer. I liked that too, when they started becoming buds yeah. at the fire station. And uh, Ray's like, yeah, just why don't you tattoo me? And he's like, what? I, yeah. No, you're just drunk. You don't mean that. He's like, fucking tattoo my back, man. Nobody's going to see that. Just... No, you know, unicorns, no rainbows, no Chinese letters, no nudity. And so there's just this kind of montage of him working on the guy's back and a uh, ton of different settings. Yeah. A lot of people seeing it and going, oh, yeah, that looks good and stuff. And then uh, there comes a part where uh, he's got blood all over his shirt because they helped some guy to the hospital and he takes off his shirt and uh, Scott's mom is there Mm -hmm. and it's like, what's on your back? And you thought that it was going to be this fucking badass, like, fireman tribute. Yeah, I thought stuff. it was going to be, like, you know, like, the equivalent of having, like, the soldier helmet on the end of a gun. Yep. Like, some yep. sort of, like, like those soldiers <laughs> raising the flag. Yeah. I thought it was going to be some shit like that. Oh, man. But it, 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 was, was, it was a hodgepodge. Oh. It had, it, first of all, it had, like, a Chinese character on it. Oh, yeah. Then it had fucking old dirty bastard, which was just... Terribly drawn. It had a dude smoking a joint. Yeah, just is was, old old dirty bastard a person? Yeah, ODB old dirty bastard. Yeah, doesn't rapper. ring a single bell. Yeah, he's a rapper. Yeah, and then and then up at the top, he had tattooed him and Ray and his mom and his sister, and it was done really shittily as well. Yeah, but there was just and his drawing was so awesome. They totally threw that out as bait. Yep, yeah. For you to was, think he was going to make some sort of masterpiece and become a tattoo restaurant owner. It was about 10 different little tattoos and they were all just oh, awful. Bad. All just awful. So that was great. I loved it. Yeah. I loved that part. I feel like that would look uh, similar to like Steve-O's back. Yes. <laughs> With that, the the safari smiley face. When he was on the Jeep and they were going four-wheeling and... <laughs> yeah, and like, yeah. The, and like the safari or whatever, oh. the Sahara, not the Savannah, there you go. And like, I think Steve-O has like a whole Steve-O face on his back. He too. does. He does. Really bad. I think I've heard him call that very stupid, like, recently. If Steve-O says something was stupid, then, my gosh, the level of stupid it must be. Oh, yeah. I've watched a video where he went through a bunch of uh, memories, like, clips and pictures of him when he was doing NOS. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
I've seen him doing that. Oh, it's so weird to watch. You it just, is. You lose your mind. and But it's really cool because <laughs> your voice goes all deep. Yeah. <laughs> instead of high. Because no one, no, there's nothing you can inhale. I mean, helium, you can't really inhale safely. But, you know, you can do it safely enough to get your voice high. And then yeah. if you don't too, do too much, I mean, if you do too much, people have died or whatever. Have they? From helium? I'm pretty sure people have died from doing too much. I worked at uh, Toys R Us for a while, and I would hit the helium thing, then get on the speaker at night after the <laughs> store was closed. We had a good time doing that. But you always hear the high, and I guess none of the stuff that makes your voice low is safe to inhale. But seeing him do that, and he had all the because you got like the big can thing that you put the mm-hmm. little cartridge into. His like he had there's so all over the many floor. yes, yeah, yep. and he was just like, yo man, you gotta. And like like Knoxville or something was recording him and being like, you're out of your mind. Or like, dude, Steve-O, come on. And I think he attributed a lot of his like recovery to Knoxville and the boys. Yeah. The I f- think I've heard Knoxville's name the most for that. The fact that Steve-O is still alive is a fucking miracle. Yeah, because he is definitely... I mean, he was like, fucking crazy to begin with, but it just it's it's a miracle. He, I would have... He's got, he's got a podcast. I can't listen to his voice for more than it's like so 10 minutes. hard to listen to his voice. Yeah. His podcast might be great, but there's I just he fucked it. I couldn't even get through the opening of it. It's just yeah. He, I, mean, I know this isn't a good job, but it's kind of like his voice is. It's, it's close enough. It's crackly and just all the shit I did on Jackass and like you should just get a nice, <clears throat> and then maybe he'd be good. Uh oh, <laughs> the fuck. But I would have definitely described him as a person who was born to die. Yeah. You know, that was his purpose, is he's going to fucking leave a trail of fire in his wake, and he's going to die doing something reckless. Can you imagine being his parents and just seeing him no, just be dude. crazy and just knowing that any day... Or You're going to get not, that call or not, knock on Not just on your knowing, door. but probably expecting. Anytime the phone rings, it's not like, oh, I bet that's Helen calling me. It's like, oh, I bet it's the coroner. Yeah. Oh, I bet it's the police department. Oh, I bet it's uh, the hospital. And was Ryan Dunn one of the crazy ones? I don't remember him. They were him. all fucking crazy. Yeah, but I don't remember him standing out like fucking like Danger Aaron and Steve-O did. I'm pretty sure he shoved a matchbox car up his ass. Yeah, in a condom and then yeah. went to the doctor. I mean, that's that is the, one of the best jackass skits ever. I don't think you can say that's one of the best jackass moments ever because then I think you'll think of another one, you'll think of another one, you'll yeah. think of another one. Be, oh, no, that one is. Oh, I, no, that one I is. I thought oh, of no, the one, one where... Party boy put his like dick dis- like disguised as a mouse. Yeah, and let the and let the uh, what's it called the uh, the snake bite it. Oh my gosh, those guys! Oh the uh, Python ball pit classic. I love the fact that all those guys made money. You know, I don't know how oh, rich yeah. they are today. I don't know if they ever got rich, but I'm I'm I hope pretty they are. sure they're very well off. I hope they are. All right, bucket of chicken. Oh man, it's tough because this movie was great. I also have to give it to Pete Davidson. He's a really good actor. I know, I'm sure he's somewhat like that in real life, so I don't know how much of it was acting, or maybe he's like remembering how he used to be, or I don't know, but it was very realistic looking of a troubled person who's very awkward, can barely convey themselves at all times. That was It was great to watch, very convincing. Like, I don't feel like he was acting at all. I feel like that's just who he was, and he just... He just channeled it. He's either that great of an actor... I don't know. He just fucking nailed it. Yeah, it Uh, seemed very fluid and natural. I've never seen any of his skits on Saturday Night Live because I quit watching Saturday Night Live a long time ago, so I don't really know 
you know, what his acting like is on that. I mean, not many people's acting is great on that. It's more about the humor. Yeah. The, you know, the content than the actual acting. But but he was fucking awesome, man. 100% Pete Davidson gets my bucket of chicken. All right. Uh, score time. 100. Really? <laughs> I have to, man. I assume you're going to give it in that ballpark as well. Mm-hmm. But this movie, even though I was so pissed, that's just some days I just get like that. Like, I guarantee you there are plenty of days in my life where I could have watched this and not had the same head heat up reaction. But you got to appreciate how movies can make you feel so strongly in some ways. And so that didn't take any points off. And that's just how the movie was going. And the fact that this wasn't a rise up to a downfall, it was like a downward plateau to a little bit up to a down and then to a skyrocket up. Uh, I really appreciated that. Loved the acting, loved Pete Davidson, loved the story. I loved all the characters. Uh, They're very believable people. Like I feel like each and every one of them was real. Steve Buscemi, uh, always great to see. Always makes me happy to see Steve Buscemi in a movie. And <laughs> yeah. he, was, he was a fatherly type in this, and, it, and yeah. it was great. He was he was fantastic in this. Yeah, you know, I, I think... Um, uh, see, it like a 97 or a 99. No, I, I thought about this for a long time, and I was like, yeah, this is a... Fuck, I love this movie. It's 100, and then I... For whatever reason, I was like, nah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to probably throw it at a 95. But really, there's nothing wrong with this movie at all. There, yeah. There's no holes. I watch it every single time it's on. Uh, yeah, I, I got to give it 100 also. That's your third? That's my fourth. So your first one? Joker. Okay, yeah. Shawshank. Joker, Joker uh, Shawshank, I'll, Isle of Dogs, and then... Yeah, yeah. So You're starting to get there. We've both You're given, just going to hand out a 100 to anything? We've both given uh, two 100s this, uh, this year. We're starting off strong. Well, Who knows how long that'll... Uh, we, we started off strong, and then I picked Shaolin Soccer, and then we picked right back up. I had it's to, funny how it's on your weeks where we're doing real strong. I had to uh, I had to finish the book in, because Isle of Dogs, then you went with Shaolin Soccer. I'm so... I had to come back with something strong. So thankful we did not... I did not pick that for episode 100. Oh, that was terrible. That would have just... would have ruined it. I'm still not sure that that's even going to come out. So you uh, you may not even hear that episode. <laughs> All right, got anything else? I don't. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to episode number 103 of Movie Muggin. If you'd like to keep up with us, we're on Instagram and Twitter at Movie Muggin. And we uh, will also accept your emails at uh, moviemuggin at gmail.com. Guys, we're doing the uh, terrible, shitty movie, crappy movie (laughs) episode coming April 11th. And then again, like on July 11th or something like that. We want your help picking a crappy movie for us to watch. Go to our website, moviemuggin.com. Click on the link that says help us pick a crappy movie and uh, suggest it. And if you put your name in there and we pick yours, you get a Movie Muggin sticker. Got to put your email in there too. Yep. So you can send it to you. Mm -hmm. Then later on, we talked about it last week. After we get done with this first uh, crappy movie, then we're going to do a uh, Make Us Cry episode. Oh, dude, I'm so excited for that. Yeah. They're, they're not going to be able to do it. All right. You you heard it. And we'll see what they play. I mean, they're going to play some shit where it's like, like the, they're going to be like, watch the boy in the striped pajamas. No. They're gonna- I mean, that didn't make me cry when I saw it. I was... Tenth grade and world history class. No, all they got to do is pick a movie called "The Day All the Dogs Died," and then you'll fucking <laughs> you'll, pick you'll, Bruno, and that'll get you to cry. Oh God! 
No, because if I do the picks, then I can just water it up and throw it in the trash and pick another one. I can edit <laughs> that be, shit that out. That would be cheating. I mean, we already fucking watched Bruno. Yeah, we can't do another episode no. on that. Don't, don't send us something that we've already done an episode on. No, we're not no. going to do it. No, we're not, we're and not everyone already it. knows not to do that anyway. But Yeah. Now, now to be fair, they could have already sent some stuff in, and then you could end up picking it next week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I wouldn't have been surprised to have gotten a Shaolin soccer, you know. So whatever you pick next week, there, there's probably a better than zero chance that somebody's going to send that in. So yeah, ahead of time. It's a shame I have terrible taste in Dude, you sure do. You sure do. <laughs> it's not like I like most of the ones that I pick. I just I have terrible taste in movie trailers. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, it's made for some good episodes, and it's made for some really, really tough. Crushing defeats. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh... Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Have a movie mug a day. Bye. I don't want to do it six times in one night.